Can you believe this? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Power 5 Sports Podcast. With Alex Maxwell, I'm Jake Gorwitz, and today, we're continuing the theme of the World Cup. Man, those semifinal matchups were absolute thrillers, and we're only a few days away from this France-Croatia Finals. The finals are always the most exciting part of the tournament, and I, I'll tell you what, these finals are leading up to be enormous. You look at the semifinals, the quarterfinals, and the group stage, I don't think there's ever been a more exciting World Cup with all the late, the late finishes, the upsets, and just the overall excitement of this World Cup. I've never seen anything like it, and I think this final is going to really, you know, show up and I think it's gonna be a dandy for sure it's gonna be beautiful I'll I'll tell you that much and before we get into the X factors for both sides let's take a look at the road to the final for both France and Croatia France they they won their group group C they had a record of 2-0-1 they had a huge win against Argentina a 4-3 dub for them that was an exciting game yeah they were down uh 2-1 and then they uh, strike back with the help of Kylian Mbappe. He really showed up that game. That game kind of trans transformed his career uh, to the next level a little bit. So there's more for him to come. And for Mbappe, you you said it perfectly. That that's a transformative moment. Absolutely, right there, next level. That took him from superstardom. That's, that's exactly great. he he really turned into the young phenom that that we all know him as now. Next up, they defeated Uruguay. Big win there. Yep. De- defeated Belgium in oh. the semifinal. That was, I think France has the toughest road to the final out of any team that is that I've seen. And they had, I mean, you throw in all the hard teams on that left side of the bracket, unlike Croatia's side. You look at, just first off, Argentina, how dangerous they are. Uruguay, how solid of a team and complete team they are offensively and defensively and then the final team that they've played Belgium I mean look at them they just knocked off Brazil they were on top of the world so France just had to go through really three good teams I mean that's that's really impressive what they were able to accomplish so that for this reason I think France is definitely the top dog and leading uh, the favorite in this going to this matchup but how about Croatia They've also had a very uh, solid road to the final also. Jake, what are you thinking? Well, Croatia, it, there's no doubt that they've had the most tiring road to the final. What is this? Three straight games in extra time, two of them being victories in penalty kicks? Yeah, fatigue That's, might settle in a little bit. That is tasking. They're their feeling, legs are heavy. No, their legs are definitely feeling it right now. And the question is, how far can the adrenaline take them? I think I think Croatia is... I think they're the most underrated team in the world. I don't think people realize the talent they have up front. Mario Mandzukic, Luka Modric, Ivan Rakitic, Perisic. All those guys are just complete uh, midfield midfield players and attackers as well as a solid defense um, centered around, around Lovren. So you look at Croatia, they've had a lot of luck as of now, but let's look at the teams that they've played against. Denmark, uh, Thriller, they won in penalty kicks. 
three to two, and then they defeated Russia in another thriller. They hung on both times. They could have easily lost both games. I think their luck is gonna run out eventually if they can if they go into extra time again. I don't. I can't see it going uh, the favor in the favor of the Croatians. So yeah, and then lastly, they just defeated England in extra time with Mario Mandzukic's uh, stunning extra time goal. But, you know, fatigue is definitely going to settle in. But Croatia's had a great ride. One thing that I noticed in that game against England is Croatia, they know how to ride high on momentum. You saw they came out of the gates firing in the second half. And when they scored the equalizer, you could see the momentum shift right in the Croatians' favor. And they ran with it. From then on, England, they could not get back in the game. Croatia... They took full control, and they they really commanded the field. Yeah, they're a team that's very solid top to bottom. And not only are they solid, they are full of stars. The stars I've mentioned before, and those stars come to play. But I think if Croatia, Croatia's advantage right now is if they, they've had the advantage of winning in extra time, but I just can't see a team winning in four extra time games. I mean, hanging on by a thread every game, luck is gonna luck is against you on at that. You know, you can't just run on luck. is is my point. You can't just continuously run on luck in extra time. Croatia's gonna have to win this game outright if they're gonna want to beat France, and they are very capable of doing so. But it's just they can't they can't just be behind and then just come back, and then just kind of rally, 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 and then oh score a goal in the 115th minute. You got to you got to step up and you got to score relatively sooner than later. I mean, easier easier said than done, but yeah, a team like Croatia against such talent like France, no room for error. No, there's you you have to get off to a hot start. Yeah. Croatia cannot afford to go down early. If anything, they need to jump out to that to, with that first goal, the first goal in this game, in my opinion, will be crucial. Absolutely. Whoever scores the first goal might win. We might as well just get right into it. 21st World Cup Championship. Mm. Let's take a look at the France side first. Yeah. What do you see being important for them? Well, I see, obviously, you look at the strikers, uh, the center fielders, Um. Kylian Mbappe and Antoine Griezmann, obviously they're threats. But I, what I'm really looking at is the midfield of France with Paul Pogba and Kylian, and um, N'Golo Kante. Those guys are going to control the game. Uh, N'Golo Kante kind of being more of a defensive guy, uh, setting guys up. Uh, Paul Pogba more of an offensive guy, you know, setting guys up as well as playing defense. They're going to have to control the midfield, and I think... Those guys are going to be the heart and soul of France's team come Sunday. I think the midfield is going to be very crucial. I get it. The, the attackers are key. Uh, but if the midfield can really perform and excite and just do what they've done before and really come to play, I think France has got a really good chance at winning. Personally, I think Paul Pogba has been the unsung hero oh, for this yeah. France team throughout this whole tournament. He hasn't he hasn't been packing the stat sheet to the to the least bit. He hasn't been scoring goals. He hasn't been you know getting many assists, 
but he's really the backbone of the whole team. Yeah. He's that physical presence that is there when you need him. He'll step up and make a play. He'll he'll grind it out. He I cannot say enough good things about Paul Pogba. Yeah. I and you, also you got to look at N'Golo Kanté. He's been a force. He's just been he just disrupts everything. He seems to the ball seems to find him. I think that's a good way to look at it, but I think it starts with the midfield. And obviously, Ugo Lloris is going to have a great game as he's had a great tournament. I'm not no concerns there. I think the defense is going to be very sharp, uh, led by Rafael Varane. Samuel Ntiti had a very good game, scoring the uh, the header um, against Belgium. So I get it. I think I think France's midfield is going to be the backbone, like you said, Paul Pogba, and I think their their centers, their center attacking mids, their center forwards, their strikers are going to show up, and I think you can live without N'Golo Kant or um. Killing Mbappe not having your best game, you know? I feel like you can live without that, or Griezmann not having the best game. But if if you think about it, if Pogba doesn't have his best game, or Conte doesn't have his best game, that's a gap in the middle. So that's really detrimental if that happens. Bottom line, in a game like the World Cup Final, everybody needs to be on their feet. They need to be playing at their best when their best is required. That's the bottom line. But Alex, here's my question for you. Coming into this World Cup, France had such high expectations, especially after losing in the Euro 2016 final on home soil. Yep. They've made it thus far, this far, excuse me, with a balanced and conservative approach. How are we feeling? Will they be able to continue it? I think so. I think they are very I think as you've seen France seems to get to a next level every single time they play an elite team. First off, it was Argentina. They got to a next level there. And then Uruguay, they got to a very shut-down type level, like a more of a, we're going to take over this game. They took over that game. And then, as you've seen against Belgium, they had to show up against an elite team. Belgium is underrated, probably top three teams in the world right now. Belgium is hot. So yes, they need they showed up every single time. They've gotten to that next level. That's what I'm emphasizing here. Can they get to the next level against Croatia? I think they can. They've been very sharp all around. Um, the midfield has been sharp, as I keep pointing out. But yeah, I think France has been tremendous as of now, and they've definitely lived up to the hype going into this World Cup. So France has done a great job, and they deserve to be here. What impact does Olivier Giroud have in this game? Well, Olivier Giroud hasn't had a lot of goals. Uh, he's not been padding the stat sheet like Paul Pogba, but he's also hooked up his teammates with a lot of crucial passes, and he, th- he spreads the ball around, and he's also a threat when it comes to corners. So I think Olivier Giroud is kind of an unsung hero a little bit, but I think he's very, very useful, even though he might not be scoring you know, a boatload of goals. But he's very useful. How about Croatia? Um, let's dive into them. They've had, like we've said, a great ride. Starting off, we gotta you gotta talk about their captain, Luka Modric. Luka, uh, Luka is he's not the biggest guy, but his presence is felt on the field, offensively and defensively. He's everywhere. He's literally everywhere. He runs like t- eight miles a game. He's a freak, and he, I bet he I bet he shows up against France. Everything 
points when you when you look at the two sides matched up the what i keep coming back to is that croatia has now played a full 90 minutes more than france yeah that has to have a big role in this game come sunday but another point that i'd like to bring up here is that croatia has been tested much more than france has well you sure i'm going i'm going to disagree with as, you on that as one. far as that croatia they don't have the star power I get what you're saying. I think, you know, I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. They, let me just interrupt here for a second. They've been tested in a way that France has not been. Okay, that's fair. I mean, vice versa. France has been te- – they've both faced many different challenges, and I get what you're saying. I just said – yeah. I get what you're saying. But I think, I think Croatia's star power is a little – in the shadows a little bit. I think they're really... They do have the star power. I think so. Ivan Rakitic and Luka Modric are big time. They are on Real Madrid and FC Barcelona. I mean, I think... I don't think they're low-key at all. I think... I think Croatia's got plenty of star power. But, you know, they kind of get shadowed because they're only a, a nation with 4 million people. So... And they've never really been here. So, I don't know. I think Croatia is... They got the talent to do so, for sure. That's just what I think, and I think it's going to show. Yeah, this would be absolutely huge for Croatia. The whole nation will go crazy if they come out victorious. And when you think about it, only top-tier countries have sent teams to the World Cup final and won. No, No country like Croatia that doesn't really develop talent from a young age and consistently... Is, be in contention yeah, yeah. for championships like this. This is a whole new ball game, right? They've called uh, Croatia's generation the golden generation. Uh, this is like the time the cards are aligning right now for the Croatia. Croatia Croatia's not the youngest team. You got to keep in mind their stars are in their late twenties, early thirties. Mario Mandzukic is like thirty-two, thirty-three. Uh, Luka Modric is twenty-eight. 829 there I mean this isn't this isn't gonna happen every four years for a Croatia that they're gonna be this deep so Croatia's got to really take advantage of this and to your point Alex this is the first time in 20 years that Croatia has made it out of the group stage let alone qualify yeah it's been for, a, it's been a minute for the World Cup they made it to the semis in 98 mm-hmm. the year that France, France won uh, yep something to keep in mind but Croatia they have something special going and yeah. they need to capitalize on this opportunity and you know what you know what here France is playing on a little bit of inexperience here they're playing on a lot of talent and a lot they have unbelievable team chemistry but they are a little inexperienced with the 19 year old Kylian Mbappe never being on the stage are the is are the stage too big for him it definitely could be. Croatia seems to be more conservative, whereas France is more, you know, a, we're gonna punch you in the mouth first. That's what I think is, and it's just gonna it's just gonna balance out perfectly into a really really good game. That's that's just how I'm feeling. That's how I'm rolling with this one. I mean, great game is about to happen. Yeah, as we wrap things up, major 
X-Factors, major things to look out for. First goal could decide the game. Absolutely. The stars have to be at their best. Kylian Mbappe, Luka Modric. Antoine Griezmann. Griezmann, Pogba, you name it. They have to be big. I think the X-Factor for the youngins like Kylian Mbappe or the guys that have never been there, period, doesn't matter how old you are, is if the stage is too big for them. Are the lights too bright? It, 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 it swallows you up sometimes. Like Mario Goza a few years ago, he was a substitute. We'll see if a sub can make a difference in this one. Maybe we'll have an unlikely source. Oh, it's, it's of, happened many times. Every it, championship always has that one. One unsung hero. So, anyways, final predictions. I'm going to go France 2-1, to one, late goal, off a header. Rafael Varane is going to head one in off a header in like the 80-something minute. Wow, that is, that's specific right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going hard here. I agree. France will win the 2018 World Cup. France... 2-1, I like that score prediction, but I'm going to have them score one in the first half. Croatia will score right out of halftime, mm. and France will seal the deal. I'm thinking 75-85 to 85 minute marks. France, I have no clue who's going to score. It could be anybody... I'm not even going to make a pick in that department, but France is your World Cup champion. Yeah, but let it be said, let it be known that I would not be surprised if Croatia does end up hoisting the trophy whatsoever. I think they are a tremendous team. I just think it's France's France's time. Uh, the talent is too good for them to just pass up on. So I, I'm not surprised if, if Croatia does get the dub, but Jake and I are both wrong with France, so... It's been a it's been a fun World Cup regardless of the outcome. It's been it's this has been the most fun World Cup I think I've ever seen by far. I I'm looking forward to 2020 already. Oh, it's in Qatar. 2020. It's in Qatar. 2022. That doesn't even sound like a year. That that sounds so far from oh, now. That's, that's crazy. Gross. 2022. Pack your bags. I need to get my to tickets Qatar. now. It's gonna be like 130 degrees in the desert in Qatar. That's Corrupt. That's what it is. 2026, though. Alex, when it's here in North America, we're going. Yeah, we're going. Bags. Put it in your calendar I right already, now. I already got the tickets, so. Real, oh, let's yeah. get it going. Yeah. Hopefully it's at the big house. That'd be cool. Okay, that would be yeah. sweet. Anyways, people, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for listening. Till next time, let us know on Instagram, Twitter, what you guys are thinking. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Till next time, stay safe. Peace. A moment of rash discipline, a moment of madness. And all the headlines will belong to Luis Suarez. <laughs>